Hello, my love tribe. Welcome to Heartland Podcast. And if you're new here, then welcome. If you're returning, then hello. So happy to have you here. And today I'm going to be covering with you how to choose the best ego that serves you and how to embrace that new ego. So I hope that you guys are excited and going to enjoy this episode. And I know that it really helps and motivates me as well. So as I covered in the previous episode, I covered all about ego death and how our ego dies in so many different ways and forms. But today I'm going to be covering how to really choose this new identity, how to choose the ego that serves you, how to keep a part of your identity that you like, that you want to keep, and how to embrace a new ego, a new identity that's going to serve you. So when it comes to choosing a new ego, you have to think of your life in multiple ways, not just what you want, not just the things that you desire, but who do you want to be physically? How do you want to appear? Who do you want to be mentally? How do you want to think? How is your mindset? Who are you emotionally? How do you express or embrace or feel? How do you want to feel? And who are you in relationships? How do you relate to others? So I want us to focus on those four things. We can expand even further depending on what your desires are, but those are the four core things that I want to focus on. Physical, emotional, mental, and relationships. Then you can focus on who do you want to be financially? How much money do you want to have, right? Who do you want to be as far as achievements or success? All of those things. Who do you want to be as far as a career? All of those things are extra. But right now we're going to focus on those four. So physically, who do you want to be? This means how do you want to appear? How do you want to look? Do you want to have a different body style or different body type? Do you want to change the way your hair looks? Or do you want to change the clothes you wear? How do you want to appear physically? What really resonates with you? What would make you feel more secure and anchored in your identity? Who do you want to be mentally? Now we have to really think about this. What is the mindset that we want to have? Are we the type of person that is focused and dedicated, that is consistent? Do we have the type of mindset that's more positive or a mindset that is more negative? Do we have a mindset that focuses on beauty and love? Or do we have a mindset that focuses on the opposite of that? Do we have a mindset that is more judgmental and closed mind? Or do we have a mindset that's more open and free? When you focus on the mental note, this is really saying, how is your personality, right? How do you see the world? And focus on that mental And just write some things down. By the way, when I'm covering this, just write down how you want to appear. What would make you feel secure? What would make you feel like this is the identity I really, really want to have? When we want to shift over to emotionally, how do you want to feel? How do we want to feel? Do we want to feel more joyful? Do we want to feel more loving? Do we want to feel happier? Do we want to feel whatever emotion we want to feel? There's so many emotions, right? There's just 
thousands of emotions that we don't even realize. We focus on like the main emotions of sadness, happiness, anger, frustration, right? But there's so many emotions. So I want you to just write down just like maybe three to five strong emotions that you really want to tap into. What are those emotions that you want to feel? And then who do we want to be in regards to relationships? What are the types of relationships we want to have? Do we want to have more romantic relationships? Do we want to have stronger friendships? Do we want to have stronger family relationships? Do we want to have relationships with new types of people? Do we want to have different ways that people relate to us? Do we want them to relate to us differently? How do we want to relate to others? And just write down, how do you want to relate to others? What do your new relationships look like? So all of these things are part of your ego, your identity, right? So focus on those four core things and look at the ways that you are in contrast to that currently. Who are you today in contrast to who you want to be? What are the things that you do today that don't match what things you would do if you are being the way that you want it to be. And then we're going to form a new action plan towards that. Overall, what I want us to focus on when it comes to choosing an ego that serves you, focus on that. What serves you specifically, not what everyone else wants you to be. Not from society, not from your family, not from getting approval for certain things. None of that. This is really who do you want to be and what serves you? What makes you feel more secure? What makes you feel happier? What makes you feel more light in your energy? What makes you feel like you're really in your true self? What makes you feel like that? Because when we try to become the egos that other people place us in, how other people decide to relate to us, how other people choose to view us, we feel very out of alignment with ourselves. We don't feel like we're really true to who we are. We don't feel authentic. Sometimes we feel that internal conflict, like I'm not really being myself. Right? So I want us to focus on choosing the right ego that serves us specifically. And this requires some deep soul searching. This requires for us to really just dive in very deeply and to really sit with ourselves and to see what is true for us. What is something that you've been covering up or hiding or you really feel like you're hiding from others? What are you feeling when you are being something that someone expects of you, but you don't really want to do it? It's easy for us to fall into these traps, especially as children. That's why whenever you are a teen, you are very rebellious, but sometimes it's not with the right intentions. It's just rebellious for just no reason. It has no rhyme or reason for anything. It will literally just try to go against everything that it knows in order to find that common ground, that right identity that fits it. Okay. It's a very raw energy at that point. So we go through this where our parents assume the identity for us, who we are going to be, 
Our parents choose our name. They choose the clothes we wear. They choose what sports we're going to play sometimes, if we play sports, what activities we're going to be rolled into if we do that. They view us from their perspective of what they think is best for us and they form us into becoming that person. It is up to you to decide if the identity that your parents chose for you is the identity that you really resonate with. Is it something that really feels good to you? Or do we feel good doing it because that is what makes us feel connected to our family? But when we're away from our family and we are by ourselves, does that identity still match? Do we still feel complete and happy in that identity? Do we feel complete and secure and control in our role that we're playing when we're at work? Sometimes this happens whenever we're having our coworkers and they might start competing with us. So this is when we run into that competition where one person wants to play a certain role. They feel like that aligns with their identity and the other person also feels like that. So they start competing with their egos a little bit to try to see which one would be the best one and try to win. This happens a lot of times. This is where that competition comes from, where both are very similar in their identity, but one wants to be in the higher end of that identity. It's all ego-based. So we have to really think with ourselves, do I feel uncomfortable in the roles that I'm playing? If you feel uncomfortable, if you feel insecure, if you don't feel safe in those roles, if you don't feel strong within those identities that you're playing, that means that that's not the right identity trait for you. That's not the right role for you. That's not something that is a part of the right ego system that you want for yourself. So we have to really think about that. What riles you up? What makes you feel like you're not in alignment? If you feel like you're lost, if you feel like, I just don't know, I don't even know who I am. I don't even know who I am. I have no friends. I have nothing. I just feel like I'm just here. Congratulations. You now have a blank slate. You're in the perfect position to now begin to build the identity you want to build. Celebrities do this all the time. We see celebrities when they come in, they look like everyone else, right? They're just dressed however they are. A lot of times they have no sense of style whatsoever. And over time, as they get more anchored into their new identity as this celebrity, they start to change. They look different. They might be even stronger within their appearance. Maybe they get more tattoos or they change their hair. They start becoming more elaborate and more expressive with their identity. That's because they're becoming more anchored in this identity that they have. A lot of times you'll also hear about alter egos. When people have an alter ego, what is an alter ego? Alter egos are when you choose to step into a completely different identity in certain circumstances. So sometimes people say, oh, I have to be in my alter ego. I know Beyonce does this, or maybe she used to do it. She may not even have to do it anymore. But she'll say, I'm, I'm normally a very shy person or whatever. So I would step into my alter ego of being Sasha Fierce so that I could be more confident on stage. I would step into this alter ego as a different person. And so that's what an alter ego is, is when you have certain situations or 
environments that you take on a new identity to fit that environment. A lot of times we don't realize it, but we choose to have alter egos on social media as well. So that's another way. So sometimes we can be familiar and know how to choose a different identity. Sometimes we have different egos with different personalities. So sometimes you could be uh, one way with your family, one way with a certain group of friends, one way at work, one way with your spouse or your romantic partner. Of course you are. You're going to play different roles in those different environments with different people based on their own personalities and you're going to alter a little bit and shift within your own ego. You may not shift a lot, you may shift a lot, you may shift a little bit, but you will still shift somewhat. Some people, they're consistently that same identity in all situations and sometimes they can run into some dilemmas where one... They can be so withdrawn where they don't express themselves at all and in all the situations to kind of play it safe. So they're more of the quiet ones. They're quiet at work. They're quiet with family. They're quiet with friends. They're just chilling in the back. (laughs) They're not going to be too different. Sometimes they can be very extroverted and they're like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? And those types of personalities are going to be like that a lot of times in all those other situations. But let's say you're right in the middle. You kind of fluctuate a little bit depending on who you're around. I'm kind of like that. So depending on who I'm around and the environment I'm in and the different personalities I'm around, I kind of feed off of those different personalities and I'll bring out those different portions of my identity in those different environments. But they're all a part of that one system. So think about who you are by yourself and who you want to become. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And now we are covering more on choosing an ego that serves you. So we have discovered that we really need to tap into who we want to be in those other situations. And whenever you decide to be this new identity, how are you going to get there? So that's what we're going to cover now. So how can we create this action plan to becoming this new identity? We have to know and understand that this is not an overnight process. This is not going to happen immediately. It takes time to really rebuild this entire system. So how we do this with creating a new identity, we have to begin to adopt new beliefs that are tied to the new identity. The number one way to do this is through I am statements. I am affirmations. I am speaks to the ego. The words I am are those contributing factors. Those two words are the contributing words that reprogram your entire identity. I am. So you have to begin to focus on your self-talk 
Listen to yourself. What are you saying to yourself? Are you saying, I am ugly, I am worthless, I am not good enough, I am whatever, negative things? Are you saying that? If you're saying that, then that's feeding into your system. That's feeding into your ego. And how you behave and how you act is out of those beliefs. That is what creates your behaviors and your actions and your perceptions of reality are those beliefs about yourself. So start off with I am, and I want you to create your own affirmations that are in alignment with the new identity that you're focused on. So whether you are desiring to be more focused, to be more productive, to be more caring, to be more loving, to be more generous, to be more beautiful, to be more anything, you have to begin with your belief system and reconfirming that belief with I am. It's very, very important. You have to keep doing it consistently. You can't just do this one day, two days out of the week. Okay. It's not going to stick. We are completely reprogramming an entire system right now. And in order to do that, it's going to take time and it's going to take constant reinforcement. So this is a big task, but we can totally do this. So choose your statements. Step one. Step two, we need to alter our perception and see things in that way. So this is why visualizations tend to work sometimes because we can picture ourselves and start to visualize ourselves in those situations, it can become more of a reality for us. So this is not necessarily just creating vision boards or closing your eyes and imagining a beach or something like that. But look at others that are doing the things you want to do. Study their behavior. Study the way that they are carrying themselves. See what they do. If you're able to communicate with them or look to them as a mentor, ask them lots of questions. What are their routines? What are their habits? What do they like to do? And then you can begin to really visualize yourself because you see it as a possibility. You see proof that this is an identity that exists. This is something that you can take on for yourself as well. Because as we all know, we create our identity by taking bits and pieces of everyone else's identity. That's how we form our system. I know we love to believe that everything that we think and decide and choose and the preferences we have is all because of us. And that's not really the case. We are heavily influenced by our environment, by our surroundings, by the things that we learn and the things that we do. It is only within our spirit when we can tap into our spirit and our soul, the thing that is not tangible, the thing that is not physical, that we can then begin to navigate and lead our lives in a different type of way that's not ego-based. But for this series, I'm focused on the ego. We're talking about the ego because whether you like it or not, as a collective, we have created this reality that we're living in, this illusion of this reality that we're living in. And so how can we make the most out of this illusion? What can we do with it? There's so much we can do. And let's enjoy this illusion. Let's enjoy this reality that we're in by focusing on having fun with it, having the good positive vibes with it, experiences that make us feel wonderful. Let's focus on that. 
You can be in this reality and this illusion and choose to feel horrible in it. You can choose to feel negative and depressed and all of those things. We're not focused on that. We're focused on enjoying this reality that we're in, that we've created. And we are creating new realities all the time. That's the fascinating thing about humans. We create new thoughts and realities every day. Look how we've created the internet. The internet. Something that did not exist before that we now all depend on. We create it. The resources to create this entire thing, it, it wasn't like, you know, some magical resources landed on earth and now we have the internet. We created that and we can create other realities too. We just haven't gotten there yet. There's so many ways that we can expand our existence. So right now, why not enjoy it? Why not have fun with it? Right? It's like so cool when you really step out and look at it that way. So change your beliefs, start incorporating I am statements, begin to really understand that this is an illusion. The way that you perceive life, you have control over this illusion. The way that you decide to react to certain things, the way that you perceive other people, the perceptions of other people, what you decide is good or bad in your mind, that's up to you. You decide that. It is part of your own reality and you can change that. The other way that we reestablish a new ego for ourselves, a new identity, is through being consistent. So we have to be consistent with our actions. We have to keep repeating and keep doing the same thing over and over and over again because we are creatures of habit. We have to continue to keep practicing over and over again. And then it just becomes natural to us, just like walking. At one point, you didn't know how to walk. Now you know how to walk. You don't even think about walking. You're not like looking at the floor. And unless, of course, you're in that situation. But let's say you know how to walk, right? Or let's go back even further. Maybe you know how to breathe. You don't think about doing it. It's not a conscious effort. You're not thinking, okay, should I inhale or should I exhale? Should I take one step or should I not take a step? All of that becomes a part of who you are and your habits and your identity. So that is how you begin to anchor in that new ego and that new identity is by repetition and patterns. So check your patterns, check your habits. The next way to really change that identity is going to be removal. So you're going to need to go through a little bit of an ego death of changing the way you relate to those around you, changing your friends, changing your social circle. If you need to, if you feel that the friends and the people that you have inhibit you because they are part of an old identity, one, they may either naturally fall away regardless, or two, you may feel that they are holding you back from becoming this new identity or three, they may stay with you because they may have a similar pathway. They may like doing the things that you like doing as well. But a lot of times whenever you do change a part of your identity, that may make them feel insecure as well. And they may feel uncomfortable with that. They may feel that own death from you because you're no longer relating to them the same way. So we really have to change our environment. 
you have to release the things that are really reminiscent of your old former self that you don't want to resonate with any longer. So if you want to start incorporating healthier foods into your life and changing your diet and changing your exercise routines, you've got to toss out the junk food, the old food, the old things that reinforce your old self, get rid of it. Another thing that I want to throw out there, which I know that this is a little bit like, huh? (laughs) Clean. Clean your environment. Remove as much dust as possible. Why? Because dust is your old body. Your old body is literally all over your home or all over your car or all over your desk at work. It is your old dead skin cells everywhere. So we've got to clean that out. We've got to wash that away because If we want to progress, we want to move forward, we're going to be sitting in our old shell that's just everywhere, but we just can't see it because it's so tiny, right? Over time, if we let it build out, we can then see it very clearly, but cleaning, quick, funny story. My allergies were like going crazy about a month ago. And I was like, it's so much pollen, it's so much pollen, right? And it was the pollen, the pollen's ridiculous, but when I took time to clean my room. I was like cleaning everything. There was way more dust than there was pollen. So there's all this dust everywhere. And what was happening to me in that time? I was actually going through a transition. I was changing. My thoughts were changing. My mindset was changing. I was going through changes. Sometimes spirit actually puts you through an ego death as well. Your own soul will put you through that ego death because it's like, this is not working. We're chucking it. We're just going to chuck it. (laughs) We're just going to make things change because this is not working for you. And I was actually becoming allergic to my own environment. Had I been in this dusty environment, I didn't realize there was dust, but I had been around the dust for months. The dust had been around me for the longest time. I didn't ever sneeze. I never sneezed, never had a reaction. But the moment that I tried to transition and I started moving forward into a new path, I instantly started to become allergic to my former self. My own body was rejecting the dust because it was my old self. It was no longer in resonance with me any longer. So we've got to clean. We've got to remove. We have to take ourselves out of our former situations and put ourselves into the new correct situations that match the right identity and the right ego that we're looking for. So sometimes we focus on change and improvement and attraction into more of the spiritual thing. But honestly, most of what we're focused on, unless you're focused on healing, inner work, and working to, you know, just overcome certain things within yourself, that's all spirit-based. But most of the time, we're focused on the ego, We're focused on relationships, money, stability, all these things that are outside of ourselves. So I know sometimes we'll hear people say, well, if it's outside of you, then that's why, you know, you just because you believe that it's outside of you is why you don't have it. It is outside of you. It is outside of your current identity. It's not embedded a part of your ego. It's not embedded a part of your identity. 
If you don't have the right relationship that you're looking for, that relationship that you're looking for is tied to a different identity. So we've got to alter some things in the way that we're handling things. We have to change a belief, change a perception, change a behavior that's blocking us from having the types of relationships that we want. If we perceive the opposite sex or the same sex or whatever our preferences, if we perceive our desired partner to be a certain way, maybe we perceive, let's say, we want to attract a man. If we perceive men to be mean or rude or whatever, these like negative things, if we believe that, if that's anchored into our identity, you will behave out of that belief system. You will be more defensive. You will do things that will now turn men off because you believe that about men. If you believe that women are meant to just break your heart or cheat on you because of something that you experience, if that becomes a part of your belief, you might be more defensive. And in the way that you're defensive might come off a certain way that you're not aware of. You're not consciously aware of what you're doing because it's embedded in your identity. And that turns that other person off. It's like, ugh. Your actions out of your belief contribute to the actions that people do and their perception of you. So if you truly believe that maybe someone will take advantage of you, you will then start to act a certain way that makes people perceive you to be easily taken advantage of and they will take advantage of you. So we've got to shift the beliefs. It doesn't mean you've got to totally change everything about yourself, but there is some change that needs to be made, some new action that needs to take place, some belief that we need to alter, belief about ourselves and belief about others. And once we start to alter a part of that identity, we will appear differently and we will have a different reality. So that is how you will then begin to shift into a new identity. Change your beliefs, stay consistent, remove the old you, literally change your clothes, change whatever, whatever's related to what you want to change, got to change it, remove it. That's first step, remove it, clear it, clean it, and then begin to build on top of it and know that that takes time. It takes time. It's not automatic. Our brains are just wired that way. It takes time to build a new identity. You've been in this identity that you've been in for how long? And sometimes what we do whenever we don't know how to really anchor in a new ego or identity securely, positively, what do we do? We act out. We rebel. We start acting in negative behaviors to try to just get away from that old belief, that old identity, the way that people are perceiving us. We might just rebel, but we don't have to do that. We can focus on positive behavior patterns and move forward and start building on top of it. So what I want you to do is just commit to one year, one year of creating a new you. See who you are right now, this moment in time, jot it down, and then just start to implement new 
thoughts and beliefs and actions and see how your life changes within a year. That's all you have to do. See what new experiences you have, new friendships you have, new relationships you have. And that is how you can begin to really move forward in the way that you want for your life. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Very, very powerful stuff as long as you apply it. And I know that you can be the person that you want to be. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is Heartblend Podcast.